0: Where is InsurTech headed next? This is where indie agents own the answer. Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. Let's go. Welcome back insurance industry to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. Today I have not one, not two, but three amazing guests with us today, and we are going to unravel the new initiative that's happening under the hood here at Vertifor. We call it Agency One. So without further ado, I would love to introduce you all to three amazing humans and epic vice presidents of product management, the one and only Jace Hopper. How are you, sir?
1: Good to see you, Sid. Thanks for having me.
0: Good to see you. Dana Pasquale, nope, close and enough. close enough, close Dana enough. Dana Pasquale, yeah. Dana hey. Pasquale. How are you? Awesome. Um, Thanks. Wonderful. Wonderful. And Jess Butler. Thanks for having me. Wonderful to have you too. All right. So we're here to unpack this, this new initiative, Agency One. Um, Could you guys give me a a high level? I'm just going to throw this one out uh, out in the middle here. Uh, What 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 high level is Agency One? How would you describe this initiative that uh, that Vertifor is running towards?
1: Yeah, maybe I'll start. I mean, Agency One really is our portfolio strategy. It is our effort towards modernizing the agency. So. It's not an initiative per se, but it is our entire portfolio strategy. of How all of our products you know, across the suite of products that we have, um, through all the acquisitions that we've done over many years, is really coming together, right? And all the modernization that we're doing on the front end and the back end um, around those products, and so it's a it's a it's an awesome evolution that we're we're undertaking and one that we've been on a journey on for many years now, um, towards, you know, making this a reality, but agency one is that portfolio strategy that we're taking as an organization across all of our
2: products.
0: Okay. So it's not a dashboard.
1: No, it's not just a dashboard. <laughs> it's,
0: it's not a platform
1: platform. It, 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 no, it, 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 it's all of it, right. It's, it's all of the above. And so it's, it's, uh, it, it, You know, we've spent a lot of time, and myself, Dana, and Jess have spent a lot of time really thinking about, like, how do we introduce across these cool products and amazing products that we have sort of a a strategy that really allows for us to think differently and really pull sort of all of the products that we have, all the the suite of products that our customers use together in a meaningful and thoughtful way um, through one experience and from a front-end perspective and one core from the back end, so um, it's, a big, it's a big part of our, our strategy and, and how we're really introducing our roadmap and, and planning our roadmap um, as we proceed across all of our products.
0: Okay, so for those who are listening who are not uh, in product, have ever been in product, when you say the words portfolio strategy, I think they might get a little bit lost. Um, so Dana, what does that term portfolio strategy, maybe you could break that down for us, what does that mean?
3: Absolutely. Well, first off, we know that our customer base doesn't just use one product. They have lots of technology in in their tech stack, right? So when we're talking about a strategy in our portfolio, it's all of our products Mm. because we recognize that our users are just using a management system or a CRM or a radar, right? They're using these things together. And so therefore, that's how we're thinking about building a modern strategy and a portfolio strategy across all of our products Mm -hmm. so that's really what it is it means we're thinking at a bigger level Mm -hmm. and we're thinking how things work together how does this drive efficiency for you and your teams because it's not whether you're in this product or that product Mm -hmm. you're actually able to do things quicker workflows are integrated and streamlined and data you have access to your data on the back end so Really, it's all about driving efficiency, and we're doing that by thinking about how our users
0: are using our software and what's changing for them, and we're changing too. Okay, so I heard agencies are no longer using just an agency management system. So they're using, and I I did read a study uh, a bit ago by a company called Catalyst that showcased how, on average, agencies in 2023 are using between six and 11 different solutions. Right. that's, that's a lot of technology to, you know, wrap together. And, it, it, you know, every different, if you look at the vertical of it, uh, insurance, there's different segments, right? So the tech that a smaller mid sized agency might use is gonna be different than the tech that, uh, you know, uh, uh, not large agency, but, you know, uh, not, you know, midsize agencies using versus that top broker, top 100 broker. So how are you three like working together to figure out, I mean, this is just, this just gets really complicated really quickly. Right. I mean, we, cause we've got 16 products at Vertifor, a, I think a minimum of 16 agency products. Uh, how in the world do you guys tackle like, how, well, which products does this type of agency use? And, you know how did these come together, and I, I just, I, I'm honestly getting a headache thinking about it. It's...
1: It, it is complicated, right? And, and 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 the interesting thing, and I was actually having a conversation with somebody just yesterday about this. You know, the the industry has changed so fast, mm-hmm. right? In the last like COVID, really kind of earned a lot of how mm-hmm. these larger agencies need to approach it, mm-hmm. how we interact with our users. Right. And and so it's been a big shift for for everybody to try to say, how do we how do we tackle this new world, this new in, industry you know, problem that exists? And so I think, you know, one of the most fundamental principles and, and I definitely think it'd be worthwhile to get the perspective from, from everybody here. But, you know, we as a group have really started focusing on what are the core problems. Mm-hmm. Right. We start there, right? And, and that is so fundamental to how we make sure that we're solving across the products. We're not saying here's what's happening in benefit point, And here's the benefit point stuff. Here's what's going on. Here's the new feature, right? We're not, we're, we're taking a look at our users and we're saying, Hey, you're using these six to 11 products, right? What are the problems that you have, right? That are, that are making your day harder. They're not working for you. These products need to work for you, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of you working for the product. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a different mindset shift, but you know, we spend a lot of time um, thinking about grounding ourselves and our entire roadmap and what we do on what's the foundation of the problem and why are we doing it. So that's kind of a big way we've started to really ground ourselves across the organization.
2: Yeah. And really listening to our customers. What are our mm-hmm. customers' workflows? How have they changed over the time? And now how are those products not meeting the needs? Mm-hmm. To Jace's point, what, but what are their workflows to begin with? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they'll understand the problem, but it's sometimes the why behind the why um, mm. and how we really solve for some of that with, with the solutions together.
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think the last thing um, for me said, so just to kind of fine tune it, is we're looking at different agencies by size or by need or kind of the structure of their business so we can actually try and create like here's really what you need in order to reach your goals right so it goes back to what jason's saying about what is your problem Mm -hmm. but also like there's a lot of change going on and depending on where you are kind of in your maturity or your size a scratch agency is going to look really different from a very large um, agency so really being able to say like, here's the technology that helps you reach your goals and solve your problems. Mm-hmm. That's how we're thinking about it. And how that manifests itself in Vertifor is we're talking all the time, mm-hmm. our teams, mm-hmm. right? Cause it's not just about, hey, you know, AMS 360 is doing this and we're not gonna talk to the writer, or, you know, um, any other products that it's integrated with, right, we do all the time. So mm-hmm. the three of us, even though we're managing different parts of the portfolio, mm-hmm. are lockstep in the sense that we have to know what's going on for our users across all of the products. Yeah, right. They're they're actually using um, many products as we just talked about. So.
0: Yeah, I man, I have I give you guys so much credit. Seriously, uh, you're like the dream team superstars of insure tech because <laughs> you each carry such an important piece, but then you have to bring those pieces together to really align the strategy and the holistic vision. And that's, that's something I mean, that's, it's, it's tough. And it's amazing when it, you know, all works together. So
1: it's fun, to be honest. And, and, you know, I, you know, as somebody who's kind of looked at this complicated spider web, right, not just, you know, the vertical products, but all the products that are that are the different agencies used from sort of the the smallest of agencies, to the largest of agencies, Mm -hmm. you know, to Dana's point, every one of them is different and how, and the problems they need to solve and the goals that they have. Um, but it's fun to be able to say, Hey, let's think differently now, Mm -hmm. right? How do we leverage the power of the technology, the power of what we can do through modernization, Mm -hmm. through experience, through different things to really make sure that we're capitalizing on, you know, what we can do within this industry. Yeah. So super exciting stuff. And and I can't, you know, emphasize how, you know, much progress we've already made. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, this strategy is one that took us time mm-hmm. to to figure out, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the complicated spider web that does exist. But mm-hmm. you know, as an organization, the you know, the product leaders and, and the rest of the organizations have spent a lot of time really grounding ourselves on how do we think. You know about the things in a common framework. How do we think about the things holistically? And so that's where you're going to see a lot of that play out across the products as, as you continue to use the products that you know that that our users love Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm.
0: So, So what are some of those um, pain points? Like high level pain points, and and Jace, I would love to hear just from that large broker, you know, top 100 broker side of things. Like, as you've talked to these guys. it's funny. We're all. It feels like we're all going through this transformation and modernization at the same time, which is kind of cool. What are What are they? What are you hearing from them as far as the biggest challenges?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of these. I mean, these these large organizations are growing super fast, right? And, and their businesses are going, becoming more and more complicated, right? So, you know, the, a large agency four or five years ago was five hundred people.
2: Like mm-hmm.
1: Now we're talking about some agencies that are fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. If not higher, mm-hmm. right? And so these, these are goliaths in the space. And so they, they have completely different challenges than some of those smaller agencies. But you know, the challenges, a lot of these larger agencies face are, you know, they're acquiring how do we bring these customers into this common framework that we're creating so that we can manage our business and continue to grow and scale with efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I, across all these products, get a single view of a customer, you think about the core of the insurance industry it's all about relationships and if i don't have an entire view of my customer across all the products that i'm using that relationship is going to be harder to manage right at the end of the day you're trying to create the most effective relationship with your customer possible and we have great toolkits right we have great products and they all in many cases have information that's relevant about that customer so these large agencies are asking us, how do we bring that together into a way that gives me that central view mm-hmm. that allows for me to create a stronger relationship with the customer? Those are just a couple of examples of, of what these large agencies are facing. And and there are differences. Every mm-hmm. one of them is trying to solve a different thing, mm-hmm. but we see a lot of commonality mm-hmm. across the what the large agency space is trying to tackle right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Dana, any... Uh challenges in that midsize market that that you've seen uh you know right but kind of bubble up to the top as you've gone into agencies and talked with them and really tried to peel back the onion on where are you heading and what what roadblocks are you facing to get there
3: yeah um so in the midsize agency right there's can be um a lot of shift in terms of you know your business overall mm-hmm. you may be getting into some niche markets mm-hmm. right uh you may need to get better access to your data so kind of as um jace was just saying like you want to be able to see your business and understand your business and where your opportunities are for growth and where your opportunities are mm-hmm. to specialize and where your opportunities are um just overall to improve your business and mm-hmm. be more operationally efficient mm-hmm. um so i i think the the one interesting thing that I see within the mid-market space is really trying to optimize the technology that you're using, mm. right? Um, making sure that you're using the right tech for mm. your business mm. so that you can get a great view of your business and it can mm. help springboard you to where you want to go mm. and move forward. So. Mm.
2: On the carrier side of the house, from a carrier side perspective and connectivity, it's working with them to streamline their processes and their workflows as well Mm -hmm. so that we can we can simplify our integrations, make them have be faster to market, speed to market. um, So, you know, so the agents can get all of that benefit and we can benefit the whole ecosystem.
1: Well, and talking about the carrier side, I mean, just to give an example, right, of of sort of this cross product. It may seem simple, right, or it may seem like it's not an efficiency gain. But but the login, you know, experience Mm. that we have, you know, we're working really heavily with the ID Fed right now, Mm -hmm. uh, the ID Federation to really try to figure out how do we simplify the login flow that an agent needs to do when they're going and interacting with the carrier instead of having another page to log in. How yep. do we allow for a login, a single login across all of our products through mm-hmm. our vertical single sign on, mm-hmm. right? If you want to federate, you can do that. Meaning mm-hmm. you log in in your day and you get access to all the products. Now, how do we take that one step further and now allow that same login to be accepted and passed through to the carrier so that you don't have to go log in again. Now credential manager will still manage your credentials that are needed for, for that side of the business, but it takes out that one extra step. Mm-hmm. right one extra password that you have to remember and we all know that that's a pain in the butt today so um you know that's sort of just an example right mm-hmm. of, of where you're starting to see that mm-hmm. connectivity flow through and we're working not just with vertifor but with you know IDFed and carriers and others to solve that identity providers to solve that problem
2: that
0: pain point yeah, yeah. That's huge. No, and I, I mean, listen, I used to work in an agency and I can tell you right now that if you guys would have been around 10 years ago when I was selling insurance and I didn't have to log into 10 carrier portals, I would have like hugged all of you at that moment. So it sounds like a simple thing, but it is to do it day in and day out. It just become, it does become a time suck. Um, So it's exciting. So, so, okay. It sounds like there's a sort of a two sides to the same coin here. Uh, and I want to dig into that because I think people just look at technology and say, well, it's it's all one thing, right? It's just make the technology better. And, and you guys are kind of thinking of this as, as the front end and, and the back end. And I want to dig into why it's so important to think about it in those two categories, because I know you guys do this every day and it feels like, well, of course, that's how we would think about it. You know, we have the platforming and the data on the back end and the UX on the front end. And it, most people just don't their brains don't wrap around that, right? So we wanna boil this down, make it really simple for people. Um, what, what Break that apart for me. How are you guys thinking about sort of that front end development and, and the back end development?
2: I think a lot of us are working with, you know, Kelly Byram and our group to to on kind of that common UX, UI framework for, for the agents from an experience perspective. Mm-hmm. How do we get there incrementally? How do we get there over time? Um, you know, this is a journey, so. Um, I don't know, Dana, Jace, thoughts on that? Yeah, I think
3: um, the front-end work is all about your user's time. Yeah. It's about time. Mm-hmm. It's about making it easy to navigate, to complete workflows within the software and the technology that you're using, Mm -hmm. because really, time is money. You know that more than anything. And agencies need to be focusing on the relationships with their customers, not working in systems. Mm -hmm. So giving them the time back, because that's what we're talking about on the experience side, having the the software work for you, Mm -hmm. instead of you working in the software. It's a little different philosophy. And that's why we're all here to talk about it's not just one product it's a, it's part of this portfolio the strategy all of our solution strategy that that front end has to be streamlined. It has to be easy to learn and it needs to be that way because we understand what's happening in the market, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of young people coming into this space. Mm-hmm. There's certain expectations that they have on how they interact with technology, mm-hmm. mobile, right? Browser, all sorts of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we understand that and that's how, what we're focusing on in that one view.
0: Yeah, so that that would break, break out into, we, t- we talked about the login, so kind of that mm-hmm. starting point. Uh, design and and you know would love any any detail that you guys can kind of provide on on these kind of core pillars or components do so you have that design piece with Kelly um, the integrations I've, I when we talk about the streamlining I think the word streamlining is kind of overused sometimes that like, look I'm a marketer I use it all the time I get paid, it's like the five I got to put the five dollars in the jar sort of situation um, but that really is talking about the integration so you you know, maybe a little more on what that means and what streamlining is. Um, is there anything else that I'm missing on that UX piece as far as core components or is that really r- wrap it up?
1: I, I, I think you hit on it mostly. I think there's one other component that we're looking at from an experience perspective and, it, and it's, okay. you know, really thinking about common components, like things that are mm-hmm. common and common behaviors that exist across our products. So within the concept of design, right, You want things to be easy to learn, right? You want things to be intuitive, right? And so when we look across sort of features and functionality that exists across all of our products, I'm trying to use some simple examples here. So something like search, Mm. right? Search behaves differently across a lot of our products interesting and so what the design team is doing what our what our common services are doing are starting to introduce a notion of commonality Uh not just from an experience perspective Mm -hmm. from what you see look and feel but actually how it behaves and so you're going to start to see that shift in terms of the the design and the framework that we're incorporating across our products to where you will be seeing the same behaviors as well so when you click on a dropdown going to look and feel and act the same. When you click on an action button, it's going to look and feel and act the same. Search functionality will behave the same. And so that's all being introduced across the product. So sort of on the experience side, that notion of shared components Mm -hmm. and looking across sort of the behavior and things that we can introduce um, really um, will help a lot in terms of how the needle there.
3: So it's not... I just want to... Sorry, Sid, I just wanted to add to that because I'm the queen of oversimplification of things (laughs) and I always am very visual. And so I think of this shared services, right, like as building blocks. Uh, But today in many cases, when you're looking at a portfolio of products, you're building that building block today for every product. That's not efficient. So now we're looking at building that building block once and utilizing it across the portfolio of products. I see. Okay. right so it streamlines things that makes it easier from a design perspective for users to use right and it also is a streamlined way to develop mm-hmm. right and be able to have an impact um, in the marketplace so just right. adding my simple <laughs> view of things
0: that's all i love the conceptual conceptualization there and just pointing out here it's not just colors it's that when we no. talk about design, 100%. it is not just color. This is this is a this is an in-depth deep dive on how things work and, and really take you know breaking apart like the functionality itself and almost rebuilding it. Um, it, it, it seems like too it almost saves on the d- development side, right? So if if you've got one thing that works one way and you know this obviously never happens in technology, uh, something goes wrong. Right, you've got one place to fix it. It seems like right, one one place to move it forward. One place to which makes your job easier, which makes uh, you know the the development. I would think to move that component forward faster. Is that true?
2: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, you nailed it, and I, I think that that's such a big part of of how we're approaching this as well. Is you know we're not we're not trying to. Over-engineer, reinvent the wheel here, right? Mm-hmm. We're not. We're we're trying to introduce things that make sense, right? Mm-hmm. That simplify both for the user in terms of efficiency, and also allow for us to move faster and be more efficient with the resources that we have, so that we can introduce new capabilities faster um, for for our users. And and it's important to call out from an experience perspective. We're doing all this in a way that's being brought to the existing products, mm-hmm. and so through very smart design or design team is incredible mm-hmm. um, and all the research and things they're doing and, and, the, and the ways we're thinking about introducing these products and, and these sort of enhancements to these products, mm-hmm. we're doing it in a way that is is minimizing disruption, mm-hmm. right? We're trying to introduce this in such a way that it's, 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 you know, we're very smart about how it comes to life. So it's not overwhelming to the users um, and it becomes part of their natural day to day. We all just get naturally used to it. And then we replace it, right? And so there's sort of very smart ways that we can go about through design, through smart product development, to really incorporate this modernization on the experience side into these products without having to say, "Hey, go over here now," right? Because yeah. that's that's not what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah. So just to uh, to key in on that last point before we get into the back end, which I'm really excited to talk about data and, and AWS and platforming and everything. Um, Dana, you, one of the initiatives that you had tasked the, uh, our product marketing team with on the agency side was this, this workflow initiative. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the goal of that was to say, hey, let's, let's step back and think about it from the, pers- you know, the, the, the segment's view, the agent's view, the, the persona of the user, right? What is the service person's renewal steps? What are their action items across these different solutions? And you know, uh, what is the, the producer's steps, right? And where is their friction? Talk to me a little bit about how, why that matters, right? From an integration perspective and why you were, uh, you know, why why you created this project and and why we're working on it.
3: Yeah. I mean, to me, that's everything, Sid, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about, it goes back to our vision is to simplify and automate the insurance lifecycle, right? Mm -hmm. That is what we are trying to do. And so the best way to do that is really just to sit back and understand from our users' perspective in the workflows that they deal with every day where are the pain points Mm -hmm. where are those friction points Mm -hmm. right because in the essence of everything that we do in product our job is to solve problems and to do that with technology and so if we don't understand what those problems are and where they are it means we're fixing stuff that isn't Mm -hmm. impactful Mm -hmm. and our job is to so we have to understand those problems. And this is a great way to do that. And I mean, for example, like I'm going on a ride along next week to actually see these things live at customers. That's that's what pumps me up, right? Because we're not just sitting here building software because we think it's going to help you, right? It has to be rooted in actually, you know, what the users are doing today and where the pain points are. So that's the fun part of our job.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to whip our product marketing team into shape too, so I'm <laughs> pumped. I, you know, it's good learning for everybody. I, right? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so so Dana, walk me through the back end piece here. What When we talk about the... And I know we call it one core. So we, we're yeah. you know agency one is broken up into these two two buckets, right? One experience, which is hey, we're yeah. bringing stuff together on the front end, and and then one core on the back end. What are we doing back there? I yeah. I mean, I what what's behind the UX? I didn't even know anything existed back there. Right, <laughs> right, right.
3: What's behind the curtain, everybody? Yeah,
0: um, show me show so me the wizard. I, this is
3: where I get really excited because I'm the data nerd. Okay, so like. Okay. I love the aspect of what's behind the curtain. Like what's really fueling all of this is the data, the data Mm -hmm. in your systems, the database, right? Mm -hmm. There's, you know, a level to the presentation layer, the front end, you have your Mm -hmm. service layer, right? And then you have your your Mm database, your data layer. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'll talk about the data stuff, I'll get Jason, Jess can talk about some of the service stuff we're doing, but just in the kind of foundational piece of the data, it's about having better access to that data. And again, having that data, when we talk about how does that then flow through to the user experience, Mm -hmm. it's having that data move with you. Right. So it's kind of the structure of the data um, and how we're making it more accessible for you to have that visibility into the data, visibility into reporting, visibility into what Jace was talking about from like a one customer view. All of that is in the back end in terms of getting better access to that data and having a better way um, to, to model it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big part of what's part of the one core on where we're thinking about across the portfolio, how do we have that data kind of in one place mm. so that you can access it, that it can help you you know, move data from one product to the other, that can help you integrate with other third parties, that can help you connect better with your carriers, all of that. Um, is really foundational from a technical perspective, and it's super, super exciting. And by the way, like we're not the only ones going like, oh yeah, no, data is really important, right? <laughs> um, but um, it, it's becoming more and more important, right? Like how can you do anything if you don't know and don't have the visibility into um, kind of your core business and what you're doing in, in the data, so.
0: So just to, to dig into that, you're saying if I have uh, six different products or solutions, then my data could potentially be in six different places and yeah. th- and th- and then i really can't get a view one view as as jace was explaining before of really what's going on with my team or or business or clients so you're saying you're going to bring it all into one place you're going to take the six products and you're going to bring it all into one place for the most part we're looking at
3: two flavors of that one bringing it into one place so you can Mm -hmm. have better reporting right and be able to see it and the second one is some customers are already trying to solve this problem themselves they have their own data lakes their own databases Mm -hmm. and so being able to deliver that to your centralized aggregated data store so that you're able to to see that data so those are the two flavors
0: Wow, that's huge. That's huge. That's big. Yeah, it's yeah. I I can't even imagine like the foundational. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
3: I don't know, Jace, Jess, do you have anything to add on that? I know I'm a like nerdy No,
1: I mean the data piece is is from a core perspective is is critical to us being able to think about it so you know, data talked about those different layers, right? The service, the data, you know, layer um, it, it, it allows for us to really start to be think different, right? About how do we leverage and integrate our products? You know, do we need to tap into all the different, you know, APIs or can we lean on the data um, layer? So we are we, able to think, you know, in a much more smart way about how we solve it. And I think through what Dana's getting at and what she's, what the team is doing there, it's really making it easier for our customers. Cause today to get at this data, you know, okay, I'm gonna use ODBC here, I'm gonna use VPN over here, I'm gonna use all different mechanisms to get the data today and they're all different. And they all work differently, right? And so this kind of alludes to the whole commonality, the common simple frameworks that we're trying to create to, you know, in and around that data, it's so important for our customers. Mm-hmm. Some of our large agencies are using data in so so many creative ways right now, it is incredible. Um, and I mean, it's, it's so fun to see how they're starting to think about how data can actually help them in their business, mm-hmm. in a way to sort of, you know, make sure that they're they're servicing their customers more mm-hmm. effectively. And so the power of that data is is huge mm-hmm. um, for what we're trying to do on the on the back end side of things.
2: Yeah, it's exciting to see how, you know, the data within instead of having the six different products of the six different data attributes, right, right, Sid, mm-hmm. having those, you know remove duplicate entries. It's it's around the ecosystem of not just Vertifor, but really connectivity whole to the industry as a whole, mm. um, and really bringing more of that to market for, for customers mm. and carriers.
0: Mm. This is a powerful piece. I mean, I, th- I I really don't know that, I think people like to talk about the UX because it's what they see and and work in, but that layer beneath is, I mean, I guess you could say we live in a data economy today uh right with everything that's going on with facebook et cetera. so it the fact that we're thinking data forward that's that's pretty i want, I want to say to that's pretty the, sexy like it is it is and
1: think about where the industry is going right in yeah. terms of of the needs to be more um advisors right yeah. versus sort of just you know capturing data you need that data in order to say hey jace you need this type of insurance on your house, mm-hmm. right? I shouldn't have to be the one to ask. The power of the data becomes more predictive, right? Mm-hmm. And allows for us to take that full view and say, "I am unique as a, as an individual. Mm-hmm. My business is unique. Um, how I, you know, interact, with my family dynamic, whatever. It's all unique. Mm-hmm. So, how do you through the data start to introduce more of this um, advisory mentality? Uh, and, and leverage that data in a way that that to be honest, we've never, you know, leveraged to that extent before. And so it's it's really creating more
2: creating more actionable analytics, actionable data for our customers, mm. their business. Mm. Mm.
3: Yeah. And that's where the AI machine learning stuff really gets me super pumped up because now that you have that data, now we can deliver things to customers to really help them continue to improve and grow their business and focus, Mm -hmm. right? So like we're in a market now where some of the kind of consolidation is slowing a bit. Um, And right, so it's really about really driving efficiency and focusing on kind of your key niche in your agency and in order to do that, right, utilizing the power of that data to say, hey, this is where you're you're really doing a great job yeah. selling commercial auto in your in these zip codes. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like you're getting outsold over, you know, on this, like this is a great opportunity for you. And being mm-hmm. able to deliver that actionable insight, as Jess is saying, to those agencies so they can actually just focus on where the great opportunities are mm-hmm. um, for their specific agency is very powerful. But mm-hmm. it starts foundationally with the, the overall data, one core kind of foundation.
0: Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because we just had Dean Guillem, uh on the podcast from Paradox Insurance, yep. uh, immediate, outgoing. Past chairman of Netview, I believe I got that correct, and that's a lot of words. He's an amazing. Yes, <laughs> he's an amazing guy. He runs off AMS three hundred and sixty and Agency Zoom, and he mm-hmm. talked about how when he started wrapping his hands around uh, reporting and data from AMS three hundred and sixty, he thought his niche was. Oh, I think it was. I, I want to say it was real estate. Was what he thought but when he started pulling the reports he realized he was completely wrong it was something else and, mm-hmm. and and he just has you know enough producers and enough business coming in that his you know the anecdotal stories he was hearing about what was being sold and his perception of his business didn't really match up with the data at the end of the day but he didn't know it until he started pulling things so it's just right. fascinating absolutely yeah. fascinating
1: right. Yeah, it makes a, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, the the cool thing about what we're doing with the data is also another lens, of part of the one core, which is sort of the power and what we're doing with AWS yeah. and bringing our products into the cloud, right? To be more SaaS, right? Products, um, and you know, uh, we we talked a lot about sort of the the power of a partnership that we have with AWS and what we're doing there um, in, a, in a previous um, podcast. Um, but just to kind of summarize it really quickly, like mm-hmm. AWS, which is a big part of our cloud journey, our partner there, it is, is helping us create technology that is critical for this insurance industry, right? And so they're not just saying, hey, Vertifor, here's a bunch of tools, right? That you can leverage now. We are taking advantage of a lot of that. And that's another part of the infrastructure sort of that we're looking at. How do we replace some of that core? but they're working with us. They're building stuff for us. They're partnering with us in ways, you know, especially on the data side of how we can create something that's never been done before in a very unique way of delivering um, that type of stuff. And so um, it's really neat to sort of see how that sort of core really all comes together with, you know, Amazon and the data and sort of other things that we're doing that are really, really will allow us to move Faster and, and deliver on value for our customers.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, I want to um, wrap up here with just a couple thoughts on on high level why this is such a such an important topic of discussion, and it's really why I came to Vertifor uh, was Agency One and hearing about what you guys are working on. I was really excited to tell the story. I'm still really excited as I hear what's going on under the hood. Um, And the reason is for those agencies listening who are a part of the Vertifor family, um, you guys probably don't know it quite yet. Hopefully, you're starting to get a a taste of this as you've listened to this podcast. But you are in the most prime position to uh, be an incredibly competitive independent agency coming into. Uh, 2024, 2025 and, and ongoing years. And the reason for that is because what you have with the Vertifour family is this ability to customize uh, a, a tech stack or a tech suite that works for you and get all the benefits and, and all the uh, you know, opportunities of having that what we might call all-in-one experience, but without having any of the pitfalls. Right, you don't have the ceiling, you don't have the gated garden. Uh, that the lack of open architecture, the lack of ability to bring things in that work for you, um, and 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 that's what makes this so special. Is that these guys are working on a way to keep the independent agent independent every single day through their technology, but but not let them have any of the the risk or challenges of you know building that custom tech suite. So. I am just like, I, I love what you guys are doing. It is, I think the hardest job in the industry right now is to give agents the power to to build that out the way they want to build it out, you know, but still have everything integrated and work really well together. Uh, it's it's a huge challenge, but I, I can't think of three people that could tackle it. So thank you for, for everything you guys are doing. It's,
1: it's a fun journey and, and to be honest, it's, it's one that and Dana's going next week. We we love working with our users on this stuff. It is so, it's what makes our job fun, right? Yeah. Being able to disrupt this industry and make change um, is, to be honest, it, it it I'm super passionate and excited about it, and and I love working with this team, right? To make it make it all come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's it's
2: been awesome yeah we're all one one team external internal
3: mm. Mm. one team one one yeah. view one core agency
0: <laughs> one. Yeah. one i love it listen see, okay bro you're i'm the marketer here
3: sorry yeah you're right what i do you're right
2: we try, we try. We I'm
3: try. Like, but honestly,
0: thank goodness you're here. Yeah. <laughs> you're
2: I try. The strategy part, you can handle the marketing strategy. <laughs> I,
0: I try, I try. Well, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. And um, I look forward to having you back on, you know, a couple months to hear how Agency One's moving along. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, Love what you heard? Listen, don't stop here. We know you don't want to. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube if you love watching and get notified as soon as new episodes come out weekly. Let's go.